On today's Court Vision, I have on very special guest professional basketball player Ronnie Gray. He joins me to talk about his basketball career, the struggles he has gone through, and his positive attitude to get to where he is today. Let's go. All right, today is Monday, October 21st, and I have a great and inspiring interview for you guys today with professional basketball player Ronnie Gray. He's a very motivated guy, and he talks about his his career and what it was like um, for him. Uh, he started out his basketball career in high school where he was being cut and at the point of his, recru- his recruitment and his redemption back to get to where he is today. Awesome interview with Ronnie. We also talk about his documentary. It is called Underrated, and you can see this on YouTube if you subscribe to his page, Different Routes. Awesome interview with Ronnie. Here's Ronnie. On today's Core Vision, I welcome on Ronnie Gray. He is a professional basketball player. Uh, Ronnie, how are you today? How's it going, Jeff? How's it going? Everything's good. How about you? It's, it's going really well. Going really well. How's everything up in Boston? Uh, Boston is good. Um, you know, besides the, the, the weather, you know, kind of switching up on, on us. But, you know, everything else is it's all good. So how's, uh, yeah. how's Providence? It's it's good, man. Same thing, you know. I'm surprised I haven't caught in a cold because all the weather, the New England weather keeps switching from cold to hot. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's always crazy. So, all right, man. Well, uh, you know, I want to ask you, you know, like about your, you know, a little bit about your basketball basketball career and how you got started. So, what age did you know basketball was your sport? Um, I'll say, I say around about eight. I was about eight years old. Um, I remember the time where, you know, I started watching basketball, like, around, I'll say 2000, 2001. And um, I, I saw, you know, 76ers game. And I saw, you know, the, the, the great AI, you know, Al Iverson, and, you know, just watching him and, you know, seeing how, you know, how he played amongst, you know, all the other guys who were, bigger, faster, stronger, you know, all that stuff. And he's just still holding his own, you know, so much skill, so much talent, so much heart. And, you know, you know, just watching him playing basketball and then, you know, hearing his story, you know, outside of basketball, I kind of felt it a lot more, especially growing up the way how I grew up, you know, in tough neighborhoods and stuff like that. You know, he was able to take, you know, take, uh, a talent like basketball, he's able to take it, use it as a tool to, you know, get him and his family out of poverty. And, you know, me growing up, you know, going through the same scenarios, same situations, I was, you know, I kind of was inspired to do that. So, you know, from there, I was like, hey, you know, if, if AI can do it from his size, then, you know, I can do it, you know. So I kind of, I kind of fell in love with it from there. And, you know, my, my, my love of basketball just grew dramatically, like, over that year. And I was just a fanatic of, of Allen Iverson. And, you know, still am to this day, you know, just because of, you know, how my size is compared to other guys. And, you know, but I still have the skill. I still have the talent. And I still have the heart to, to really play and, and succeed against these guys, you know, no matter if they're bigger, stronger, faster, jump higher, et cetera. So, you know, definitely around that age, you know, I knew that, you know, all right, this is something that I want to do. This is something that I want to uh, help my family out with. And these are my dreams. So, and it's yeah. been like that ever since. So, That's that's crazy. I mean, I think Alan Iverson's a, you know, a great example of a guy. And it's a, a great role model to have, especially just the, the way he was and the way he played. He played with so much heart and, you know, like played – so much dedication and what he did for his for those that 76ers team especially that one year they made it to the championship he took a team who was just pretty much him you know and like it just shows you like the kind of guy that he is and i think that's a great role model to you know look up to and who you want to be like when you want to you know grow up definitely definitely i mean the the way he was able to you know to change the rules to change the game he was kind of like you know, he was like our Jordan, you know, growing up. You know, any any kid that's, that's born in the 90s, you know, growing up now, you know, we didn't really get the opportunity to, 
look at Michael Jordan just because, you know, we were all babies. We didn't understand. But, you know, having guys like Tim and Kobe and like T-Mac, you know, growing up in the uh, early 2000s, you know, he was definitely our Michael Jordan. So, you know, you know, everything that he, he did, you know, I wanted to do, you know, I had braids like him, everything. I tried to buy every type of shoe that he, you know, he had come out, everything. I used to, um, I used to have my mom's, um, uh, her socks, her like long, long socks. I used to cut them off. He used to wear the little shooting sleeve. I used to cut off the, the bottom, wear a shooting sleeve to school. Like, you know, I was, I was fascinated. <laughs> it, it was quite, quite crazy, but, um, you know, that's, that's just me with, you know, just being a kid with, with a huge imagination, you know, at that age. So, you know, I, I definitely thank him for that, you know. Yeah, I mean, oh man, dad, that reminds me of like when I was growing up, I was the same way. So I, I grew up, I actually grew up in sort of Jordan. I was a uh, late 80s baby, but, you know, it was the same thing. It's not the same exact thing when I was growing up. I wanted to be like, like Mike, pretty much. I wanted to be like him, but, you know, and then I got a chance to see Iverson as I got a little bit older. And he was just right. he was one hell of a guy. And I remember the shooting sleeve because every kid that I played basketball with wore the shooting sleeve still or like made every, their own everything. everything. The headbands, the shooting sleeves, the just every everything. He the baggy shorts, everything. I mean, he he really he changed it, man. Just yeah, like he, Jordan changed it, just like Kobe did, just like LeBron now. And then, you know, and, and all the all the other all the other great guys right now in the league. So you know, he he's definitely definitely one on one. Yeah, yeah, he really was. He was a great player. Are you a Celtics fan? Been living up in Boston. Um, growing up, I really wasn't. Um, I was, you know, I wanted to, but it, I just just couldn't get with the Celtics. You know, <laughs> program. I, I don't know. It's it's kind of weird saying that, but um, <laughs> like so I'm. I I grew up. I pretty much I was born and raised here, but I also uh, for a short period of time I moved out to Akron, Ohio, for my mom and my sister. And um, at that time, you know, this around that time, you know, around eight, nine, nine years old, where you know I was able to watch basketball, enjoy basketball, and um, you know, another guy, you know, I'm, I'm watching on TV, you know, as a high school kid, and you know. This really hits even more at home because, you know, this guy lives a few blocks away from me, you know, and he's already considered one of the best players in the country. And, you know, now he's considered one of the greatest players to ever play the game. So, you know, you know, just being able being able to be around that environment with, you know, LeBron growing up, you know, in high school and, and being, you know, how he was and, and just Watching him grow from the very beginning to now is it's it's amazing. It's just amazing. So, you know, I always was a LeBron fan, and it's like, <laughs> I mean, you call me a bandwagon, I guess. Whatever he goes, I go type, you know, type thing. But you know, I, I really enjoy whatever team LeBron plays for. So, so whatever team he goes on, that that was my team. So, you're not a bandwagon. I feel like that was. Uh... That was anyone that if they a '90s kid is the same thing. If it was with Jordan or if you like Kobe, it's the same thing. It was just that's that's your guy, and you're gonna follow them to no matter wherever they go. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. That's how I was. That's how I thought. About, you know, everybody else. You know, everybody hates LeBron. <laughs> no, yeah. you can't. So. You, you can't hate. Him. I mean, he's a great player, and you can't really not. I don't know. You can't really hate oh, him. No. no. No, you can't. I mean, but I mean, every, everybody has their own, you know, opinions. So I mean, hey, that's my guy, though. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a good player. I'm not. I like him, but I also like. He's yeah, I like him. He's he's a good player. I, I can't blame him for making him your guy. <laughs> I want him to be your guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what what teams? What team do you like? Uh, uh, were you a Celtics fan? Oh yeah, or, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. So being close, you know, like an hour away from Boston, um, it's it was nice to go to the games growing up. And, you know, I was able to lucky to catch a few. And uh, yeah, you know, even though like we never I don't know, 
I like was Paul Pierce is probably one of my favorite, but then once we got like Garnett and Allen, like Garnett was definitely one of my favorite players too, just growing up because I loved his intensity and how he was. So when the Celtics yeah. got him, and I loved Ray Allen because oh yeah, was kid ninety four, Ray Allen was playing at UConn, and like that was like one of the guys I like looked up to. I was like seven, and like I like followed Ray Allen throughout his whole career. Yeah, those 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 are very special guys, and then you know you. You obviously got Paul Pierce, and then you had all all the role players who who were extremely, you know, big key pieces, and and you know on that 018. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big and time. I, oh, I big a, time. I was a big Tracy McGrady fan too, though. McGrady was actually one of my favorite players, and Penny Hardaway too, actually. Oh yeah. See, like me, like I didn't get, I didn't really get the opportunity to watch Penny, but you know, I watch his highlights a lot, and I was just like, wow, you know, me being a point guard is no way I can guard someone six nine who yeah. can just do it all. It's like there's no way. I'm, I'm barely, barely, you know, I'm almost six feet. You know, I'm five ten, five eleven. Like <laughs> there's no way he's he's chopping me every time. I'm not oh, yeah. going to let him know that, but. Yeah, <laughs> I I know I know the possibility that it, I'm gonna be in some trouble. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I know that, I know that too well because I'm I think I'm five eight. And I was a point guard, and if I had to guard someone that was, I had to guard someone once that was six six, and I was like, this isn't gonna go very well because they could just look right over me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 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 some guys out there. It's just I don't know. It's just you just you know. You just don't have an answer for them. All you can do is just play hard, you know, play your game and, you know, make sure that they respect you at the end of it. So that's right. That's right. <laughs> but uh, back back to your, uh, you know, a little bit about, about your basketball career. What about, um, you know, what was high school like? Like what was playing in – did you play in high school? And um, High school – High school, I had I had a lot of potential of of, of doing you know doing some some really good things. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know things didn't go my way for for both high school and collegiate wise. But um, as far as in high school, um, I played you know I played JV for a bit, and then um, my senior year, I was getting recruited by a number of schools due to like you know AAU and you know, being able to get a lot of exposure off that and, you know, going to these showcases, uh, you know, Hoop Mountain, uh, Hoop Group, you yep. know, those types of showcases. And I, I did pretty well at those where I was getting, you know, invited to different showcases where I was getting real exposure, you know, playing, you know, playing in front of, you know, a lot of big time schools and stuff like that. Um, I had got an opportunity to, to um to play at like I think it was like the top top 150 and like in like the New England area um this was like all six states wow. and this was like some of the top players that was in each state we all went to I think it was at Stone it was at Stonehill College we was there for like a week um this was in like July and um, this was where you know. Division one schools are able to to lively recruit, you know, recruit guys, recruit high school players, and um, you know, just being there, going against guys that play in the NBA now, it's just like wow, you know, I can't believe that I was there, you know, at that time, and you know, I was there, and I and I kind of held my own, you know, I was able to walk out of there with, you know, with potential opportunities, uh, you know, from division, you know, division two, division three schools. Some NAIA's. I even had a few interests from Division One schools. Um, everything was good. Uh, as far as high school, I didn't play my senior year. I got cut my senior year while I was getting recruited. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, uh, that was probably one of the hardest things I had to deal with um, at that time, just because I I never got cut in my life. Like that never happened, and never, you know, I never even thought thought of that because I was always on a team I was always playing somewhere I was always in the league or I was always playing in some tournament you know I just you know it it was just one of those things that just just caught me by surprise um it was one of those one of those like shocking moments where it's like you really couldn't explain it 
or you couldn't you couldn't explain the feeling like I couldn't really explain nothing like I was you know I remember walking into school like the next day and you know you know there's people like you know cheering for me you know rooting for me and they they always you know ask me oh you know how's basketball how's basketball practice how was the first day how was first and I was like oh uh, I got cut (laughs) and they go what and I was like yeah you know I got cut you know I got cut off the team like they said there's no way I said yeah I got cut off the team you know I guess the coach didn't think you know I had enough to to help this team win so you know I'm not on the team you know it it, it, it literally went almost two weeks <laughs> where nobody didn't believe me. and I kept saying it and it kept aggravating me because you know I kept you know I kept having to like explain it but I was so mad at the time because it's just like, you know, I should be playing, you know, I'm getting recruited, you know, I'm, I'm, this is a great opportunity for me to, you know, do well this senior year. So I can either go to prep school or, you know, I can, you know, get an opportunity to, to go to one of these four year schools. And, and, you know, my thing was, I just wanted to get recruited regardless and play wherever, wherever that, Whatever team or whatever program that wanted me at that time, I was willing to to give my absolute all regardless of what level it was, you know, what I knew that, you know, I still had a destination. I still had a drive for what I wanted to do after college. And I said, regardless of where I go, I'm going to make it the best that I can. And I'm still going to go where, you know, I want to go. And, you know, I felt like, you know, dealing with that, that was one setback that, that hit me the most at that time. And, you know, it, it was, it was a struggle. So high, high school was, high school was kind of shaky as far as that part, but, you know, outside of it, you know, outside of high school basketball, as far as like AAU and, you know, going to these camps and showcases, you know, I did pretty well. And, you know, I, I was able to put myself in a great position to, you know, get recruited, you know, off of, you know, going to these, you know, invitations and, you know, all these different, you know, camps and showcases where I, I was able to get the right exposure. So, you know, it, it still it still kind of worked out. But then, you know, once I got cut, you know, it kind of kind of backfired on me and I felt like everything was over for me at that time. So, yeah, so. So what, you know, out of like, you know, out of that, what was the biggest challenge that you felt like you had to overcome to, you know, get to where you are now? Um, just mentally, I'll say mentally, just, you know, continue to keep believing in myself, keep believing in God. Um, I feel like those two things, you know, I, I was slowly giving up on, you know, at that time, me being, you know, a kid, you know, 17, 18 years old, don't know nothing really, you know, being in that position where, you know, I, like I said, I've never been in that position before. So I didn't know how to feel, you know, I didn't know how to react. You know, I was always the cool kid that plays basketball, that, that has all the potential. And, you know, I was your typical basketball potential star, you know, if if that's what you want to put it into that, to that, you know, way. And, um, you know, I just felt like mentally, uh, over the time, you know, it was it was a struggle at first, but as the years went by, um, I just kept believing in God, kept praying, and I kept kept working. And the more I kept working, the more I kept believing in myself again, and and it just got stronger over the time. And I said, hey, you know, I don't care how many no's I get to this point moving forward, you know. I'm still going to become everything that I, I strive for. So, you know, it, it was to a standpoint where it, it took me a while. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, it just happened overnight, but um, it definitely took me a while where, you know, I had to, to really look in the mirror and, and really say, you know, it's either going to build you or it's going to destroy you. And, and, you know, that's, that's what made me go that much harder was because, now, you know, all of that that I went through from, you know, that situation, you know, now I just add that as fuel to the fire. So, 
Yeah, I mean, that's a, a great motivational tool to, you know, get to where you want to be and, you know, and you know yourself better than anyone else that you're, you know, you're a dedicated, hardworking person. So you're going to, that obviously wanted to push you over to that, probably made you push harder than you think. Definitely, definitely. It, it definitely helped me out. So, you know, I mean, at this moment, I mean, back then I was, oh man, I, I was so mad. I was so upset, you know, I, but now, you know, I kind of look back at it and, you know, I kind of thank, thank the coach for doing that, you know, because now I opened my eyes for not just basketball, but for just in life in general that, you know, no matter how good you are, no matter how hard, you know, how, how hard, how, excuse me, how hard, you know, you work for, you know, what you want to do, you know, some people are just going to say no. And, you know, you just got to get past that and keep working hard until you find that person to say yes. Once you get that one opportunity or once you get that one yes, that's when you got to give it your all and make sure that you maintain it. And that's the position that I'm in right now. And, you know, I, like I said, you know, if it wasn't for that position, I probably didn't, you know, wouldn't know how to handle, you know, the position in Framingham, the situation in Framingham. So, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, it assures you the type of person you are and, um, you know, how well you've overcome something that was difficult, um, you know, especially at a young age, you know, being an 18-year-old kid, you know, that not happening. And, I mean, that sucks when you're, an age like that and you have a lot of basketball going for you and like great things going for you and people were asking you that stuff and I'm sure it wasn't easy to answer those questions when people had asked you so I mean it definitely sucks at a young age uh, but you know it makes you it makes you grow up pretty quickly oh yeah definitely I I'm a well I mean growing up in general you know just just you know coming from Boston you know being where I'm from um you know growing up in tough neighborhoods uh you know, I had to mature up quick. Absolutely. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that I was exposed to, you know, as, as a young age. But, um, you know, that's what made me, you know, want this even more. And I feel like, you know, you know, him putting me in that position where, you know, I potentially could have got, you know, a scholarship offer somewhere or I could have got, you know, got a chance to, to go off to a school away from Boston, away from all this, you know, all the negative that's, that was, you know, that's around me at this time, you know, I felt like, you know, that was, I felt like he took all that away from me. And like, now I'm still here, you know, now I'm still around the negativity. Now I'm still around the poverty. Now I'm still around all the things that, you know, I'm trying to get away. And, you know, you know, to that point, you know, I, I hated everything. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I hated everything. Um, but, you know, over the time, you know, like I said, you know, I kept believing in God. And, you know, I kept praying, kept praying. And not just praying, you know, I kept working. You know, I was working, you know, working on my game, taking care of my body. I was doing the things, you know, I was doing the things like I was preparing for a season, upcoming season, and I didn't have no opportunities moving forward. I didn't have nothing. You know, I had no coaches contact me back, you know, at the time, you know, I didn't have, you know, I didn't, I didn't have nothing really, but all I had was, was just, just that faith. And, and once I had that, once I felt that, I knew that, you know, something was going to give, you know, an opportunity was going to come. I just got to continue to do what I've been doing. And, you know, I got to understand that, you know, things aren't going to happen overnight, you know, so I just got to keep pushing and, you know, just, just be ready for that. Yes. That one opportunity. And, you know, now we're here. So. Yeah. And uh, now what's that opportunity that they had, you had given the, gotten the yes from? Well, I mean, the opportunity was was pretty much um, well. It started it started off in high school. Um, I got cut my senior year. Uh, I was getting recruited, like I said. Then I'll say I went to a junior college for for a little bit. Um, that didn't work out, so I ended up transferring to another junior college. At this time, it had no teams, no basketball, no sports, no nothing. 
is just, you know, strictly education. My goal was, you know, stay here for a year, get my grades right. That way I'm in a position where I can go to any type of school I want to. And then, you know, on top of work on my game, you know, and, and take care of my body, try to contact as much coaches that were recruiting me the year, year before, you know, before, I, you know, right after I left high school. And, you know, I contact some of these, these coaches and, and, you know, I, I didn't get no love back. I didn't get no contact back. I didn't get, you know, nothing, nothing back. And I, you know, it was kind of slap in the face. At the time, I felt like it was a slap in the face, but you know, like I said, you know, growing up over, over the time, you know, I kind of understand, you know, all right, you know, they seem like I wasn't interested in them, you know, so, you know, why should they be interested in me? Um, you know, stuff like that, or, you know, or, you know, they found new recruits or more recruits, different recruits that, that want to go to their school. And, you know, me, I'm just kind of like, you know, just kind of playing lagging, you know, contacting them late, you know, trying to, you know, uh, trying to get trying to get to some program and try to play there, you know, so I'll have like about three or four years left of my eligibility. Yeah. And then um I went from there, you know, just kinda, you know, just contacting all kinds of schools, all type of levels. Um and then, you know, I got a phone call, I got a contact actually an email from the coach from a school in New Hampshire. Uh it's called Plymouth State University. Yeah. And um, I thought that was good. You know, he saying, you know, hey, you know, hey, Ronnie, you know, I heard great things about you, you know, from one of my assistant coaches. He say, seen you play before, you know, definitely give me a call, you know, so we can talk more in detail about you potentially coming up here playing for my program. And, you know, at this time, you know, I'm kind of excited, but, you know, because, you know, I'm saying, all right, this is a potential opportunity. And then after that, you know, we got off the phone. Uh, we talked for about like a good hour. I mean, everything he was saying, you know, it kind of it hit everything on the top of the head. Uh, I told him my situation back in high school. Um, he said he wanted to help. You know, he said he heard that you know I got really good talent uh, from one of the, the guys that's scouting for his program. And he said, you know, he definitely, you know, if I can get accepted, you know, we'll, we'll definitely, you know, want to recruit you and, and come here, you know, if, if you're interested in, in, in playing for the program. So, you know, I said, hey, you know, I'm to this point now where I have no opportunities. Now I went from having all these, you know, all these schools to zero opportunities within a year, year and a half. And, um, you know, I just thought that the opportunity was there. Um, I thought I, I, I went there and, you know, we got there. Once once I got there to school, it, it was just totally different, totally different. Um, everything that, you know, we talked on the phone about, it was just totally different. And then, you know, that that's another situation. I don't want to, you know, kind of talk more in detail with that just yet, but, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm sorry so to hear that. that. Yeah. Transition from there to there, I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah, and then you went to Framingham State University after that? Um, yeah, so the schools that I went to, I kind of bounced around in college just because, you know, I was trying to look for the, the right opportunity for me. Mm -hmm. um, I went to – I started off at Dean. Um, that didn't work out. You know, I got into some situations back at home from there. Uh, so I had to transfer out. I ended up going to Fisher College which is in, in Boston, mm -hmm. uh, which is an NAIA school. I was supposed to play there. Uh, I went there for a semester, practiced with the team. I really didn't like the school. Um, I really didn't like the location. It was still in Boston. I didn't want to be, you know, back home. Like I said, it was all the negative, you know, all the negativity and all the stuff was still around me, you know, daily. So, you know, I just wanted to get out of Boston. Just like any other kid, you know, who has big dreams out in any type of other city, you know, being in, in you know, in situations like that. Um, so I wanted to get out of there. So I ended up transferring there. I went to uh, Quincy College, which is in Quincy, Massachusetts. Um, 
I went there for a year. That's the school that had no type of sports. It was just simply education. Um, I went there. I did pretty good in the uh, on the books. And um, that's when, you know, I contacted a couple uh, schools from there. Got the opportunity to go to Plymouth. Um, went there for about two years. And then I ended up leaving Plymouth. And then I finished my last. A semester and a half at Framingham State. Then I, I graduated and got my bachelor's. Nice. Well, that's good. Nice. You got your degree. What'd you get your degree in? Oh, uh, sports management. Oh, nice. Uh, that's what I got my bachelor's in too. Oh, nice. Nice. There right. you go. Yeah, yeah. And then so, Ronnie, you also are make you are making a documentary about your life. Uh, yes, I am. Yes, and you know it's um. I watched the first episode, so it's it's you and your friend. It's made on YouTube. It's called different. Your group is called Different Roofs. That's a YouTube username, right? Uh, yes. Uh, the channel name is Different Routes. Different um, routes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, different routes, different routes. Everyone says it, you know, kind of different. But um, so channel name is Different Routes. Uh, the documentary is called Underrated. Um, the first episode is out now. Um. The first title that we, we named uh, the first episode is Humble Beginnings. Uh, it's pretty much the film is is all about, you know, me just working out, you know, um, shooting around, you know, working on my game, working on my shot, you know, back at Framingham. I was getting ready for the upcoming, you know, my upcoming uh, senior year. Um, and, you know, I just pretty much kind of brief talk about, you know, the my goals and some of the things that I want to do, you know, moving forward, you know, getting ready for the season and getting ready for, you know, my next opportunity. And then, you know, you know, just by that, you know, episode by episode, you know, we're just going to kind of get deeper and deeper on my life, you know, with basketball and, you know, outside of basketball. So it's kind of a mixture of both, but, you know, my thing is my con the concept of it overall is just to you know have people to view uh my documentary to to listen to my story and to not just only listen but to feel it feel the story and just feel inspired to to push themselves to strive for their dreams and the things that they want to do because you know it it was not easy for me to to just sit here and, you know, be in a position that I'm in now, you know, like there are times where, you know, I wanted to give up all the time. But like I said, you know, with my faith and my beliefs and God and myself, you know, I'm able to put myself in position now where, you know, I can, I can go far and beyond my, my dreams and, and everything that I, I've been striving for since I was a little kid. So, you know, my thing, my goal is, to inspire everyone, as much people as I can, watching these episodes, watching this full documentary, and you know, and and really be able to to write their own ink, write their own story with their own ink, and you know that that's all you know. I really want for this you know for this opportunity with this documentary, you know, there's a lot of a lot of talent out here in this world where you know it's it's always being misplaced or misunderstood or not recognized at all. And, you know, just because, you know, a lot of people don't have, you know, the right resources or, or, or the right support around them where, you know, you can, you can do it. You can do whatever you want out here in this world. You know, the platform is, is by far huge, you know, especially with social media and the internet. Um, I was able to work, extremely hard marketing myself, you know, for like the past year and a half. And, you know, I, I kept pushing and pushing, pushing myself. And, you know, now I'm in position now where, you know, I now have, you know, just got signed to an agency. And, you know, now I'm about to start my career professionally. And, you know, the goal is to just try to go, you know, overseas and just try to, you know, keep establishing, you know, a great career on top of, inspiring others and, you know, chasing other dreams of mine as well. So, you know. 
Yeah, I mean, you're so I watched the first episode of your documentary, um, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I I had mentioned to you, I it reminded me of um, you know, of an HBO almost sports documentary of how it's set up and how you how you guys do it, and you do a great job with it. Um, and also, I think another, another thing to mention is I, I think you're a super inspiring person, you know, hearing your story and listening to you talk and, you know, between your documentary and hearing you right now, just talking, um, it makes me want to run through a wall and make me, makes me want to keep continuing my dreams and following my pursuit because, you know, it, you got to persevere and you and you know it seems like you're just a person that's hardworking and you believe in yourself and your faith and you persevere for a lot and you're just overall a, an amazing guy I, I appreciate that you know I, I i thank you so much you know for this opportunity you know um like i said you know i it the goal is it's, it's simple you know we just trying to try to you know live live our best lives and you know, we we want to be able to, you know, look in the mirror and, you know, and say we did it our way. You know, we did it our way, but, you know, we also did it God's way. Because at the end of the day, you know, God has a plan for everybody. You know, I wouldn't be in this position if, you know, if I, if I, you know, if I didn't, you know, believe in God. So, you know, I, I definitely give it all to him first and foremost. Um, You know, like I said, you know, if, if it was just me, you know, who knows where I'd be right now? You know, I probably would have gave up, you know, my dreams. I probably would have, probably would have been out here, you know, you know, in Boston, you know, doing the wrong things, being with the wrong people. But, you know, no, you know, I, I can't do that. You know, life, life is too precious. You know, life is too, too lovely. And, you know, and, and it could be, amazing you know if if you just continue to just keep keep believing keep believing in yourself keep believing in god and, and just try to try to put the right people around you where you know you're you're in position to to win in life and that's all i want to do you know if you know if i can help people around me win if i can help my community win you know if i can help people in their communities win whatever you know whatever it takes you know for me to push others as well as myself and for everyone else around us, then, you know, that, that, that's a beautiful thing because, you know, I, you know, I can't enjoy everything. I don't want to enjoy everything by myself. Yeah. You know, I want to enjoy everything with the people that, that I, I struggled with that, that, you know, I've been to the very bottom with. And now, you know, now we're all the way up here and, you know, we're able to, to, to kind of push to, you know, push to others. So they can enjoy it and they can be all they can be and they can, you know, so, you know, this is this documentary and it's for everybody, um, especially for the youth, you know, especially for the youth. Um, I know how it feels, you know, growing up and, you know, in a tough neighborhood. I know how it feels growing up, you know, just in a tough environment. It don't even have to be, you know, you living in, in the hood or, or, or any, you know, any place like that. It's, everywhere you know no matter what situation you are in you know you know if you have the talent and you truly believe in yourself and you believe in god you know then there's a way you know you're going to go through those notes you know throughout this process i've gone through those notes and you know all it did was piss me off and just add more fume to the fire and it put me in that position where you know now you know it's going to make me a better man now it's going to make me a better father. Now it's going to make me a better everything that I am, you know, and then some. And, you know, that's all we're trying to do, man. Just take everything to another level and, you know, be able to, to push everybody around us. And, you know, that's the group of guys that I have around me. That's why we were able to make, you know, make this documentary and, you know, just kind of come up with this stuff. And, you know, because I honestly feel like, you know, once you hear my story and then once you see how hard I'm still working and now you've seen the position that I'm I'm in right now, it's like, you know, it's very unique in, in a way. And, you know, everybody has a unique story, but, you know, I look at minds and, and I think about minds and I said, this has to get out. 
<laughs> it yeah. has to get up because you know only way only way I'm looking is I'm going up you know I'm not I'm there's no going down to this point you know I'm looking I'm going up you know and and I want people to watch watch the journey of mine and you know and understand you know because a lot of people don't understand how hard you have to work how much you have to sacrifice how much you have to believe even where there's no opportunities in front of you that's the time where you know you grow as a person and you grow as you know whatever your craft is or whatever you you know you're giving your all to and you know that's what i i kind of want to put out there is you know me putting my all-around story out there and you know having given the opportunity for me to expose myself to just put myself out there where you know people can just say wow you know he can do it you know you know hearing his story i can do it you know and and my friend can do it and you know my mom can do it and you know my aunt can do it and my cousin and etc and that that's what we striving for man we just just trying to be the best that we can be and and you know push push as many people as we can to to write their own ink to this story so yeah man that's it's it is just by you talking right now and the same thing with the, after the first episode of the documentary and i'm excited for the new episodes to come out but you know when you're speaking it's just inspirational overall and itself and it sounds like and i hope and i know it will inspire other people and especially the youth out there um, listening and you know looking forward to those episodes i you know it's definitely inspired them to be better better kids and you know work hard at whatever craft they want to work on exactly definitely you know that that's that's all i can ask for to this point you know i mean i'm striving for my dreams but you know i want people to to feel feel that and understand all right you know I'm going to go through these no's, but, you know, I'm also going to work hard throughout these no's. So once I get that yes, you know, I'm fully prepared and, and you know, I'm I'm to the top from there. I'm not stopping. So, you know, if, if anyone don't have that platform for anyone to help them motivate or, you know, or anything, you know, just watch my documentary or, you know, just hear my story and, you know, just watch how I work. Because you know I'm 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 working and I'll be ready. So yeah, yeah, I I know you will. You're gonna be you're gonna go far, and you know, and I think you're and your documentary, and I think you should be an inspirational speaker too, man. Because I think it would definitely, <laughs> you know, a lot of people would be uh, motivated by just hearing you talk. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. You know? Yeah, no, it, it's uh, you know, you're a, a great. Sounds overall, you're just a great guy, and you know, with goals, and is you're gonna achieve them. I know we we I know that, and the listeners know that. Yes, sir. Definitely. I mean, we we all that's 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 where we going. So yeah, you know, it's it's only it's only two ways. Like I said, you can either go left, or you go right. So <laughs> that's that's right. That's right. Well, I'm excited, and you know. Yeah, definitely have to keep us updated. I would like to, you know, I definitely want to come up there and uh, do a, shoot a shoot a live interview with you, and like you know, uh, we'll, have, we'll have to put it on YouTube or something. Oh yes, yes, definitely. Uh, we can definitely get in more detail with you know a lot more stuff. Um, yeah. I'm definitely interested in that. So uh, you know, just you know, just let me know, and um, we can go from there. We can set that up, and yeah, let's let's go, man. Let's do it. Yeah, for sure. You're uh, you're always welcome back on too. So I, I, you know, we're once you're on the show, you're always in. Uh, you're always a part of it. Oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Same, same here. Um, you know, you'll get a chance. You know, whenever we, you know, decide to to meet up, you know, you'll definitely get a chance to to meet my friends, and you know, you'll see how you know, you'll feel the energy shift totally. Like, wow, you know, this group of guys is is amazing. And, you know, that's how I kind of want to do that. You know, the, the documentary is not only about my story. You know, it's not about just me at the end of the day. It's about everyone that's around me who has a dream, who has goals, who has, you know, and get it out there. That's why, you know, the last 
for the first episode, like that last little bit of um of Paris, Paris yeah. Cherries. Uh, he he was kind of like a mentor of me in Boston growing up, you know, and then you know he was kind of like my coach. He was kind of like my you know my basketball trainer, skill trainer. And, you know, he was one of the guys that, that saw me go through this whole process till now. And, you know, and he, he's just, he's, he's been there since day one. And, you know, if I'm able to, you know, use the documentary, for you know, give him a platform to, to, to meet a new set of audience, new set of people that, that can get to know him and can contact him and, you know, stuff like that, then, you know, so be it. And and that's what I want to do with everybody that's around me. So, like I said, it's not not just about me. You know, the word underrated is about everyone around me because, you know, we're all talented in, in what we do. And, you know, I feel like, you know, with us, you know, being able to get ourselves out there, you know, it's a great, great opportunity for everybody, everybody to, you know, to, you know, get themselves out there and, and be all they can be so yeah definitely i fully agree yeah i'm excited for that too i want to meet your group of friends and you know if they're like you then oh, we're gonna have a great time hanging out together and you know meeting you guys and i'm already inspired by you so i can only imagine what they're like oh definitely definitely it's it's a one-on-one you know one of one so yeah you know, I'm, I'm i'm happy that you know that that I met these these group of guys and girls and you know and, and we're just gonna keep moving forward. We're just gonna keep pushing each other and and you know just try to see if we can expand and 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 and, and push more. So that's the best way to do it, honestly. Um, I just got one more question for you, then we'll wrap it up. What do you think about your are you a Patriots fan? Oh yes. Absolutely. See, that's that's a different story. <laughs> that's a different story. I am a huge Patriots fan. Oh. Huge Patriots fan. What do you think this year? I mean, you guys have AB. You're on right now. It looks like I think. I think. Oh, oh I'm, I'm watching it right now as we speak. <laughs> Are they winning? Um, oh yes, of course. Uh, 16 zero <laughs> right now. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you uh, like, what, do you, what do you think? Six. Undefeated season Super Bowl. Uh, undefeated? I, I don't. I don't want undefeated. I'm nervous about undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> Last time we got undefeated, I got too too big headed. You know, I, I was feeling myself too cocky, and then then you know Eli lit us up that last minute and some change, man. I oh man. I don't even want to talk about it. No, we won't but, go down uh, that road. <laughs> I, I, I just want I just want us to get back to February as usual and give us a shot. That's it. I hope everyone's healthy. I mean, if we are healthy, it's it's gonna be spooky for everybody because I honestly don't see any team really beating us if we stay healthy. So yeah, you know, I, I, I would love love to see you know nineteen and zero, but. Nah, I just want to win the bowl. Let's just get to February and win the bowl. I don't care how <laughs> that's, I it. that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, Ronnie. Well, I'll let you go. Uh, thank you so much for coming on and making time for me. And, you know, for all the listeners out there, definitely subscribe to uh, different routes. And, you know, watch the first episode because it's a good one. And, and you know, you just hear by the passion in Ronnie's voice on this one. If that doesn't inspire you, like, I don't know what else does because he inspires me and I'm, I'm so lucky to be now in contact with him. Yes, yes. Thank you so much, Jeff, for this opportunity. You know, this this been fun. Um, you know, definitely going to, you know, do a live one and, and you know, make it even, even that much more better, you know, being face-to-face and, you know, laughing, you know, having great, great vibes and great energy, you know, amongst each other. So, you know, I definitely thank you you know getting my story out there in my documentary so I, I highly appreciate that of course man you know I'm, I'm excited i'm excited to meet you in person and actually do a live one you know so all right go pats <laughs> yeah go pats i'm actually a niners fan so <laughs> <laughs> they look all right right all now right, they're, they're winning but <laughs> definitely but all, all right, right joe i appreciate it All right, Ronnie, I appreciate you too. Have a good one.
You too. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. That was my interview with Ronnie. Great interview with Ronnie. I had a lot of fun talking to him. I'm looking forward to going up to Boston and hanging out with him and doing a live interview with him. It was a lot of fun. Uh, he's just a great, great guy and super motivational and he's very inspiring and for all those listeners and young kids out there who hear this definitely uh watch his documentary on youtube awesome interview with him and you guys would definitely like you know just hear about a voice he's super motivating and you'll see it in that in the documentary so you guys would definitely enjoy that um on wednesday i have on a very special guest uh, Jared Harrington, he joins me uh, just right before the G League draft, so I'm excited, and hopefully he gets drafted for that. Um, I see you. I will see you guys Wednesday.